are on week one of our brand new series called Kingdom Culture, and I am excited about this one. Uh, for the month of June, we're going to be looking at the Beatitudes, and then in July, as you saw, we're going to be doing At The Movies, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll have invites for you to invite your friends, invite your family. Uh, we'll have popcorn, we'll have candy. It's just an amazing opportunity uh, for, for people who are typically like are not about the church life to invite them and, and, and they can experience something a little bit different. So without further ado, I want to jump into our message uh, or, or our verse this morning. It's going to be out of Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. And we're going to start at verse 1. And it says this, When Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him, arriving at a quiet place. He sat down and taught his climbing companions. This is what he said. And so each week we're going to be doing two of the Beatitudes. Today we're going to do the first two. And this is what he says, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So blessed are those who are poor, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Let's pray, and then we'll jump into the message. Father, we love you. God, we thank you for today. God, we thank you uh, just for this opportunity that we have to come here in this uh, very tropical weather um, that <laughs> I'm praying. Shh. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God, uh, we, just, we just thank you, Lord. I thank you for each person that was willing to come out today and, and just to hang out and to, to learn a little bit more about you, to get a little bit closer to you, Father. And so I pray today that as I speak, God, the seed would fall on good ground. God, we want to leave here changed. We want to leave here better, not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us. And so we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, come on, everyone said. Amen. amen, amen. Hey, have you ever been in an awkward situation? Like always, someone said always. Wow. Uh, like just like a real awkward, just like you're like, oh man, this is really awkward. Um, you know, I think what makes things, situations so awkward is the tension that happens within those awkward situations. Like when something is awkward, there's like this weird tension of like feeling uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a couple weeks ago, I was at Target, and I had an extremely uncomfortable situation. Um, and so I'm pushing my cart along uh, the aisle, and uh, all of a sudden, I hear, smack! And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> smack! I'm like, oh my gosh, right? So like I'm, I'm, I, I'm pushing my cart, and, I, and I'm getting closer to the smack sound, and and as I get there, I turn, and I see this mom, like, and the son is, like, <laughs> right? And, and I'm, like, <laughs> it was so awkward. And, and like, I mean, she, like, it's, it's like she got caught up, right? Like, I'm all about it, too. Like, this guy, like, he was, like, taller than her. He was, like, so don't feel bad. Don't think it was, like, this little kid, like, he probably did something, you know? And so, so like, I'm, I'm, I get there, and she sees me, and she's like this, and he's like this, and I'm like, 
And it's just this weird, awkward tension. She's, it's like she realized she lives in Sonoma County. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and we're just like, literally, it feels like just time has stopped. Like we're just sitting there and just feeling this, this awkward tension. And then they smile at me. <laughs> and then I smile back. And then I go about my day. But I was thinking about like just this, this tension, this idea of tension, of, of feeling like, ah, just like feeling uncomfortable. And the reason why I'm sharing this, this, this or starting this, with this idea of tension is because I think what Jesus is about to share in Matthew chapter 5, it creates a lot of tension. It creates a lot of tension. Now, before I go any further, I think I should explain why um, it, it, it's, it, there's, there's so much tension. And uh, Jesus says this, this thing in, in John chapter 18. Um, do we have that? We don't have it. So Jesus says this in John chapter 18. He's standing in front of Pilate, and, um, and, and, and he's, like, he's like, hey, I, I don't. I'm not from this world. This is not my kingdom. He's, he's saying this to Pilate. He's like, he's like, you can judge me all you want. Like, this is not my kingdom. And then he says something in John 17. He says, just like how I am not from this kingdom, from this world, neither are they. And he's referring to his disciples, his followers of Jesus. And, and so what we discover is, is this idea that that, that as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, like, we're here, but we're not here. Does that make sense? Like, like, we live here, we live in this earthly kingdom, but really the moment that I make Jesus the Lord of my life is the moment that I, that I learn to listen to, um, to, 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 to the kingdom, the heavenly kingdom. Like all of a sudden my life changes. And so all of a sudden the way that I think, the way that I talk, the way that I act is different. Because I'm no longer subjected to, to like what my flesh desires in this culture. But now it's all about what God desires of me. And what God wants me to do and what God wants me to think. And, and so, 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 so uh, I, I, the reason why I bring this up is because... I feel like if we don't understand that, that there is a kingdom tension, I'm going to call it kingdom tension. If we don't understand that there is a kingdom tension, every time there's tension as a believer, every time that there's tension, I'm either going to ignore it, I'm either going to rebuke it rather than learning to lean into it. And so if I don't understand that, if I don't understand that there, there is, um, that, that, that kingdom tension is real, that there's sometimes my flesh desires something that my spirit man should not have, if I don't understand that that's okay to have that tension, if I don't realize that, I'm going to start rebuking it. Like, get away from me, devil. No, it might not be the devil. It might be the Holy Spirit convicting you. Or, or if, if I don't understand that there's kingdom tension, I'm going to try to ignore it. I don't hear you. No, no, no. Right? Like, and, and, and so rather than rebuking it, rather than ignoring it, I, I, I want to share with you 
this idea that there's kingdom tension because I think growth, maturity in your faith happens when you learn to lean into it. When you learn to understand, man, I understand there's kingdom tension. And that if I can just with, withstand that tension of, of feeling uncomfortable, the, 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 the tension of, of understanding that, that my flesh and my spirit are constantly at battle, I'm better off for that. And so Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, he, he's, he's going to give us what seems to be very rightly so kingdom tension. He's going, to, he's going to share with us these, these concepts and these ideas that, that it feels when you hear it, when you read it, you're like, ah, that makes no sense. And what I don't want us to do is I don't want us to ignore it. I don't want us to rebuke it. I want us to lean into it. I want us to be like, maybe there's something to what Jesus is saying here. Maybe he has something for me in this. And so uh, what we see in Matthew chapter 5 is Jesus, he starts off and, and, and he's with his, uh, there's a big crowd. And so he, he removes himself from the crowd. I love the, the message translation because it says the committed followed him. Uh, and so the, he's with his disciples on this hill and he begins to speak to them. And he says, blessed are. Blessed are. Now, I'm going to try to share like a little bit of Greek. Trust me, your boy doesn't know Greek, okay? Like, I just, I'm just researching, so don't be like, you said it wrong. But, uh, uh, but, but, but so Jesus, he, he starts off and he says, blessed are. And that word blessed in the ancient Greek is the word makarios. And that word means happy. But it doesn't mean happy in the way that we would understand it as a culture. It, in fact, it, that the word happy, the word makarios, it, it really, it, it, it means to be happy, but not because of possessions, but more because of a promise. Now, all of a sudden, blessed means, makes more sense as we read it. Because a lot of us, we tie our happiness to possessions. We tie our happiness to succession, to when things, when we succeed, when things are going good. Okay, maybe I just do that. And, 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 but but this, this word that, that, um, that, that Jesus is using, the, the makarios, it, it's, not, it's not being happy because of what I have. It's being happy because of who I have. It's being happy because of the promise that's laid before me. And so Jesus, he says, blessed are, blessed are. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the very first one, Jesus says, he's a blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And right off the bat, what we see is a bit of tension. Do you feel that tension? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Listen, I've never met anyone who was poor that feels blessed. And right off the bat, Jesus is like, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. To which you'll read this, and if you're like me, you're like, nope. I don't feel blessed that way. Maybe blessed are the rich in spirit. Maybe blessed are the, uh, yeah, rich in spirit. But definitely not blessed are the poor in spirit. 
it's almost as if Jesus is getting it wrong. Right? Like I read this and I'm like, Jesus, like, you're perfect, but I think you may have messed up right there. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, the Greek, again, I feel so weird just talking about because I never do this. But the, the, there's two ancient Greek words for our English word of poor. And so the first word, um, in, uh, the first Greek word that, that, is, that means, the first Greek poor word, I may have said that wrong. You know what I'm saying. It, 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 someone said amen. I appreciate that. Amen. <laughs> like I'm over here trying to speak Greek and y'all are judging me hard like this fool. <laughs> um, and what am I saying? Focus, John. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, so uh, the first Greek word that, that means poor, uh, it, it signifies someone who's poor, but they ain't po. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're just like, they're like poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so y'all know what I'm saying. So like, so like the first, <laughs> I don't understand Greek, but I understand hood, right? Like, <laughs> And so, like, so, so the the first the first word, it, it it signifies like someone who who would like be basically living paycheck to paycheck, right? So, like, this is a person who has something, but it's not really what they wanted. Like, they want more, but they got something. You know what I'm saying? They got something. And so that's the first uh, Greek word that, that means poor. The second Greek word that means poor is, uh, it's a little more intense. Because this is not poor, this is like po. <laughs> like this second word, it literally means you ain't got nothing. In fact, this word is what's associated with beggars in the Bible. So it's this idea, like, I don't have anything. And guess what word is used in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 3? It's not the first one. It's the second one. So he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. <laughs> little, little gospel up in this. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I think Jesus is so, like when I understand this, I think Jesus is the smartest person in the world. Because what Jesus is saying, he said, like when, he, when he's saying like the poor in spirit, I think Jesus understood how humanity works. I think Jesus understood how, how we are as, as human beings. Because I tend to not turn to Jesus until I have nothing. And so Jesus is establishing this idea, blessed are the poor. Not the people, not, not, not poor in the sense where I still got something left. But blessed are the poor who feel like they have nothing left. Blessed are the poor. In fact, in fact, most commentators, uh, they, 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 they say that this, this poor represents like a bankrupt, like just being bankrupt. And so like this idea, like blessed are those people who understand they ain't got nothing in their spirit if it ain't the Holy Spirit. 
Like if it's not God, like they have nothing. And so Jesus, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who understand that the only hope that I can ever have comes from Jesus. Blessed are the poor in spirit. So the, the idea that it says in spirit means that it's not so much referring to external things, but internal. So I have to get to this place where I learn and I understand that my spirit, this actually happens with salvation. Salvation is the first one of understanding, Jesus, I'm lost without you. I need you, Jesus. I have nothing outside of you. But then I also think that it's a daily thing. Where daily I'm like, Jesus, I, I need you to renew my spirit. I need you to refuel my spirit. My spirit is dry. Did you know that when your spirit is dry, that's when you make the worst mistakes? When your spirit is dry, that's when that hookup looks weird. I was about to say something else. <laughs> or, or, or looks good. When your spirit's dry, that's when more than I should consume happens. When my spirit is dry, I make the worst mistakes. And so I need to daily just come to Jesus and be like, Jesus, I am poor in spirit. Jesus, I ain't got nothing in my spirit. I need you. I need you. And so Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's salvation, y'all. When I, when I learn to say, Jesus, I need you. My spirit is bankrupt. I ain't got nothing inside. Come into my life. That, yours is a kingdom. All of a sudden, man, I've written my name in the book of life. Now I get to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. And so Jesus, he's like, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. Did y'all get that? And then he goes on to say this, and then this is the second one, and then we're done. He said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Again, do you feel that culture tension, that kingdom tension? You're like, what, blessed are those who mourn? That makes no sense. In fact, like, it, it just seems so bizarre. This idea like, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I think it's important to understand before we jump into mourning, uh, this idea and, and understanding that, that, when, um, that when I, uh, the, 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 excuse me, that the blessing, that the blessing is not the fact that I mourn. The blessing is the fact that I can get comforted. So he said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So, so the blessing is the fact that I am going to be comforted in my mourning. And guess what? It's not comforted by just anyone. It's not like your mom comforting you. It's not like mama comfort or boyfriend comfort or girlfriend comfort or southern comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) 
He said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. The blessing lies in who's comforting us. The, the very God that created heaven and earth, the very God that was like in your lungs, is the one that can comfort you when you mourn. And so, so there's different reasons why we mourn, is it, right? Like, so so the, like one of the reasons we mourn is because of things that happen around us. Now, there's been a lot of opportunities for us to mourn for things that have happened in our nation. And opportunities for us to just like, just our hearts go out for those affected by just tragedies. Like we mourn. And so, so like we mourn for things around us. Sometimes we mourn for things that we go through. And so, so those are like if you, if you, if you lose a loved one or, or if, you, if you're going through a hard time, man, like your spirit is mourning inside. You're like, ah. Oh. But I think one area in our life that we tend to not really mourn over is the condition of our internal state. Is, is how we're doing inside. Like how, how our heart is doing, how, how our soul is doing. See, your ability to mourn matters. Your ability to mourn matters. And so, so the, the, like I want us to learn to be able to, to not just mourn things that happen around us. And we can have the keys come up because I'm, I'm landing this ship. To not just mourn the things that happen around us, not to just mourn the things that we are going through, but learn to mourn the condition of our heart. To learn to mourn the condition of our heart. In fact, in fact, check this out. Most commentators believe that verse 4, like the mourning that takes place in verse 4, is a direct result of how poor our spirit is in verse 3. So, so all of a sudden, like, it's like, man, I'm mourning the condition of my spirit because I understand that my spirit is depleted. Like, I, I, I'm taking a, 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 an evaluation of, of how I'm doing inside, of how my spirit's doing. Because I understand, like, I'm mourning the condition of my spirit. Let me ask you this morning. When was the last time you mourned the condition of your spirit? L let me say it this way. When was the last time that you messed up or that you fell into sin? Like, did you mourn your mistake? Did you... Did you mourn your mistake or did you mask your mistake? Like learning to mourn the condition of my, uh, of my spirit, like I can't just mask it. I can't just mess up and we all mess up, praise God. Like if you are perfect, this is probably not the church for you. Come on, that's where everyone should say amen. Like, so when I mess up, when you mess up, when, when, when we mess up, am I trying to mask it or am I trying to mourn it? Because when I mask it, nothing happens. When I mask it, there is no growth. 
When I mask it, Jesus can't do what he wants to do in my heart. But he can do something when I mourn. He can do something when I'm like, Jesus, I come to you. I'm so sorry. I repent for what I did. Like he can come to you. He can do something when you mourn it. And so my heart for you this morning is that, that we would get to the place where we would learn to mourn the condition of our spirit. And so Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He said, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Oh, by the way, he comforts your external situations too. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're mourning over, he still wants you to go to him. He still wants to, to hear you say, I need you, I need help. And so blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And so the very first two things that Jesus is really saying in these Beatitudes is this idea, am I, am I, am I coming to God in the right posture? Am I, coming, am I coming to God broken or prideful? Am I coming, am I, am, am I going to God with the right mindset? Am I going to God with the right desperation? Or am, is, my, is, is my spirit poor or is it poor? Like, like what is the condition of my spirit? Because as long as it's poor, I'll get to God later, as soon as I run out of everything else. Blessed are those who mourn. Am I mourning my spirit? Am I mourning my spirit? Amen, somebody?